how many days until you're fully fully uh, baked or cooked or whatever? I'm just I'm just kind of sticking with 14 days. I just call it call it even. Well, I'm t- I'm tomorrow is my full my full bake. So okay, I'm excited. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, right. I, I was just I thought maybe you guys were having like a see how high you can get competition or something when you were started talking <laughs> about this. Like, it's just like a Cheech and Chong thing that I you guys missed four twenty yeah, by a click. <laughs> no, that's our new thing. We just get as high as possible and then record. I mean, you, you get didn't this high. Let me know. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you look. You took a couple weeks off, and we just, we just, you know, just hijacked jumped the all whole in your show. lane. <laughs> That's right. Changed there the there was a vacuum, you know. Yeah, exactly. There was like a weed power vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> Dyson makes that, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Only in certain states, but yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Science is great. Uh, all right. It sounds like we're ready. I think we're ready. <laughs> all right, let's do it on go. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Whee! I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans, you were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is May 19th, 2021, and this is episode, a uh, special episode, 529. <laughs> no, this is, what are we doing? We're not, uh, is this, this is 529 X. or episode X? Special episode. Let's do an extra, so why not? Well, actually, we normally put out a Thursday show, so it's, it's 529. Yeah, 529. okay. 529 it is. 529. Glad we decided this before the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm your well-prepared host, Joey Cafrida, <laughs> the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a 1-0 uh, first-round play-in tournament whipping of the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, joining me this show are... All three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Joey's still swimming in that sweet, sweet uh, Pacers drunkenness. Been a while. (laughs) Been a while since we had a win like that. I watched the game. It was awesome. Uh, From Indianapolis, Indiana... He's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Beautiful Pacer win uh, yesterday. And uh, also, uh, even though we dedicate every show to him, uh, this is episode 529, the number of wins that uh, 
Bobby Sick Leonard got us as a coach. So here's to our once and always coach. Shout out. Shout out. Shout Cheers. Out. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. And speaking of champions, congratulations, Mr. Grafrida. Oh, yeah. On your dominating fantasy victory. Your Boy. award will be in the mail shortly. I appreciate that uh, the uh, second place team was like, I need a, I need a better rear view. <laughs> hey, look, I got, so you guys lost one game all season, right? That, that was the case. And, and you're yeah. named Relegation Nation, so that was right. clearly ironic. Uh, yeah, I was and, trying to get out. <laughs> and then they pulled me, they back, pulled in. me back in. But I, I, I was very proud of my, uh, my race for the, for the top, but I can't defeat you guys when you, you, you put up 1,500 points every week or whatever it is. I, I seriously think they need to change the schedule a little bit because the championship, I mean, we had a good team, but we also got lucky because a lot of guys were playing at the end. That last mm-hmm. week of the season, there's so much rest happening. They need to just push the fantasy finals up a week so that all the superstars aren't resting for the playoffs. Like, it's kind of – most years it's just garbage. Yeah. I agree with you, but it wouldn't have mattered. Not this year. No. That's true. That's no. true. This year, <laughs> not this year. Um, before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you that this show is brought to you by you. Uh, over at patreon.com slash undebeatables, you can support our show for as little as a dollar per month. With some higher tiers, uh, uh, you can get some koozies or joining our uh, Slack community where there is some dare I say, renewed optimism uh, <laughs> coming across the uh, uh, the channel. So, um, Anyway, over at patreon.com slash undebeatables, uh, you can support us over there. So, of course, we're here to talk about the big game last night, the first round of the play-in tournament. Uh, Pacers taking on Charlotte and whipping them 144 to 117. Uh, this game was basically over in the first quarter. Dougie McBuckets just uh, caught fire out of the gate, and the team never really looked back. You know, I think we had discussed last uh, last show that the winner of the three-point battle was going to take this one, and uh, we came out firing on the threes, um, and uh, we took you know big leads, 30, 30 points at times. We didn't let off the gas. Um Including the, you uh, uh, know, what, what did you guys think, Jason? Were you were you a fan of the uh, the uh, challenge of the foul call when we were up by thirty points? Was that classy <laughs> or other? Uh, I, I'm going to abstain from answering that question. My okay. my uh, thoughts are well known in the Slack community. So if you want to know. So the- the uh, uh, Patreon. Patreon up. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the Pacers uh, shot 16 of 35 from three, uh, over 45%. So, Which is the exact uh, same percentage, 45.7, that the Charlotte Hornets shot from the floor. Mm. Not good. Yeah. But uh, so, so uh, solid performances. Uh, Mc, Mc, McDermott, I mentioned. Uh, he got caught fire early and then kind of leveled off. They didn't really need him as much, but 21 points from him. Well, he had, uh, he had 14 points uh, in the first, like in the first what, quarter, right? Yeah, no, like 16. first like five minutes. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like he it was he was we 14 of our first 23 points, I believe, was from from Dougie. Yeah, 
So career um, high yeah. first quarter <clears throat> scoring effort. Yep. Also, uh, O'Shea Brissett dropping 23 points. The uh, sauce. He was, he was super excited. He had a good time out there. And um, Sabonis uh, didn't didn't light it up on the uh, on the scoring 14 points, but uh, 20 rebounds. Uh, 20 sorry, 21 rebounds and uh, nine assists. So nearly a triple double. Double but, uh, double. We were up. Garbage. We were we, <laughs> we were up. sent it back. We were up too many points for him to get his uh, triple-double. Malcolm Brogdon, solid game for him, 16 points. First game back, we didn't think – we weren't sure if he was going to play day of. They they, they bring him in. And um, and the day of, uh, Karis LeVert does not not play. Um, Off the bench, TJ McConnell had a fantastic game. Uh, Super pesky, just doing doing all the things he does really well. And – like I said, Keelan Martin, 14 points. Goga, 14 points. Aaron Holiday, um, not quite as much, but uh, he was out there. So good to see him out there. Well, I mean, yeah, it was his first game back too. But yeah. he had he had five assists and three rebounds and hustle yeah. plays. And, there. He just wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. he just wasn't yeah. hitting the shots. I mean, somebody had to be cold on our team, and he was one of seven, <laughs> and we shot 55 percent and posted a buck 44. I mean, jeez, right? It was it was old <laughs> fashioned. Uh, uh, Hornet whipping, um, <laughs> as they say. So, yeah, that old so that, saying. <laughs> that old saying. That, so that puts us. Uh, so the other game in the play-in uh, occurred last night was uh, Boston versus um, the, the Wizards. Uh, Boston wins, so they move on to the seventh seed, and the Pacers get to play the Wizards for the eighth seed. Um, Charlotte is uh, gone fishing, as as uh, they mentioned during the broadcast. Um, anyway, Colson, what was your what, what is what's your takeaway from this game? Can we bring this into the the Thursday game, or is it just kind of a one off thing? Um, well, I mean, I, you know, I, I I should hope. I mean, we, we've got we're bound to have some confidence moving into this game, and that is one, kind of one of the nice things about this. The Wizards are coming off a loss, and we're coming off of a, a huge win, so maybe we can take advantage of that. Um, you know, I watched this game with uh, quite a bit of trepidation, uh, even with that start. I mean, I think it was like 7 to 23 or something, and we were just uh, destroying them out, out of the gate. Um, you know, at halftime, Sabonis has, I think, like six points. If you'd told me that Sabonis only had six points at halftime, I figured we'd be down 30. Um, you know, we just got it from lots of places, you know, 36 from the man. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Pretty much is what we needed. Um, and you know, uh, I thought, I thought, uh, Brogdon looked pretty good. Uh, You know, he's clearly, uh, you know, I thought he looked maybe a step slow, but he still isn't committed that offense. He hit his first shot out there, which I thought gave us some confidence. He hit the first three of the game. Um, I, I just was, I wasn't sure where to put this game because I, you know, like I said, I was nervous that we would give up this lead because we always give up leads. Um, but this is the blueprint, right? This is what this is what uh, Coach uh, Bjorkren's been selling us all season, right? Where we're going to play solid D and uh, just a you know outstanding offense, just just onslaught of offense, just come at you, come at you, come at you, and uh, move the ball, share the ball, and 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 win by forty. This is the dream, and we did it. So I don't know what to do. Is, are we have we become this team, or is you know uh, are we are we going to see this again tomorrow? I don't know. 
the answer to that is no, because Washington is an actual NBA basketball team, whereas the Charlotte Hornets are more like a G League team at this point. And not a very and good one. <laughs> not, yeah, last night was like yeah, particularly crappy version of a G League team. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that, you know, the, the biggest um, factor in this game was availability, right? Like, we went into this game and we had four guys questionable. So including Brogdon, Sabonis, Aaron Holiday, and Edmund Sumner, all those guys ended up playing. Uh, and then we found out at the last minute that Karis LeVert is, was, is out, you know, and is going to be out for mm-hmm. the Wizards game as well at a minimum. Uh, so having all of those horses available, like, made a drastic difference in what this team has looked like over the last three weeks. I mean, we haven't seen Brogdon in 10 games, and he's, you know, the 1B to Sabonis's 1A on this team. And it made a huge difference, you know, in the, the way that that starting unit plays. Uh, he was aggressive, I thought, from the tip and, and, you know, came out, hit his first three, and that kind of set the tone. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the Wizards are going to – the Wizards aren't a good – defensive team but i gotta think they're gonna play better defense than charlotte did i mean the number of just wide open you know layups that we got and back cut dunks you know and and quasi contested threes in this game is it it was a joke like at some point like uncontested inbound layups you know there's several of those several of those yeah yeah I mean, I don't know if they're going to play better defense or not, but we have seen them throw up a buck fifty-four on us recently. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely going to be a stiffer competition. Um, that said, I mean, there are plenty of great takeaways here, and the top line item for me is the professionalism of Demona Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, look, we weren't playing a good team, but we came out and we hammered it home. I mean. Whatever else happened, we went out there and went to work. We brought our lunch pails. We got her done. And that was the job that day, and it happened. And those are appear to be, from the outside, our two most professional players. And they just they came out and just, in, you know, absolutely asserted their wills onto that game uh, and, and brought it home, you know. There's another challenge after this. Uh, but if these guys can rally up this team around playing for themselves and above whatever else noise may be out there. Hopefully there's a little bit of room for coach Nate's X's and O's to, to step in. Uh, also, you know, he's probably as good a coach as Scotty Brooks. So there's that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if he's lost the locker room, he's a better coach than Scotty Brooks. <laughs> I, you know, I did see, and and what heartened me so much was uh, the energy and effort on rebounding, um, and the connectivity on on switches and on defense. I just thought there was much more of that than I've seen recently. I'm not saying we were on a string or that we were a top defensive team, but there seemed to be much more cohesion on that end and much more effort on the glass than I've seen, you know, all season. It really no did seem like it came together. No question. Know? No doubt. Yeah. We we out rebounded them fifty four to thirty six, which yeah. is a number that we haven't seen all year. No, no, we're I mean, very used to seeing that. Well, right, but the <laughs> other <laughs> the other direction. The, uh, I mean, and granted, Charlotte, you know, did not shoot the ball very well, so there's a lot of available rebounds. But we also got, you know, I think fifteen or so offensive rebounds or something like that. So, 
Yeah, I, I mean, you guys both hit it on the, on the head there, which is, you know, this team was focused. They were engaged. They were, um, you know, they had stepped up their game a level to, you know, playoff intensity, like a, a winner-go-home type situation, and Charlotte didn't match that. I don't think they... Well, doesn't know what that is, probably. Right, I think a lot right. of those guys don't know no. what playoff basketball Haywood is. Haywood right? was the one guy over there who would have been able to convey that to the court and of course not available so right right and even at that like it's one of those things where you kind of have to taste this is this is why we have these arguments about you know should the pacers tank or should they get playoff experience and the answer is you should get playoff experience because the playoffs are a different type of game right and they you know i don't know the like people dismiss the the, the value of, of making the playoffs and getting swept out in the first round. But I think, especially for young players, it makes a big difference. And I think that the Charlotte team coming next year is going to be, um, you know, very interesting to watch because all those guys have pride and to get blowed out on national TV when all of the eyes in the NBA are watching you in the playoffs is, is going to sting and they're going to come back and, and know what it takes to get, uh, when you get to the playoffs and they're going to want to, you know, avenge themselves. So, I mean, I, th- I think overall it's, you know, going to be in the long run, a good thing for that Charlotte team. Yeah. And I mean, to that point too, I mean, especially you're telling aspiring young guys to go out and lose, like they're just not built like that. You want to lose a guy in free agency. I got a good way to do it. Go out and tell him to tank some games or sit him when right, he doesn't want right. to be sad. Like it's not what competitors want to do. Right. Mm-mm. So you better weigh that I real thought, careful. I, I thought the uh, Colson, I think you mentioned this, but the you know one thing that I had been lacking, and one of the reasons I kind of you know took a little break from watching was like there was just there was no fun, there was no pride out there, and there was a lot of that last night. There was you know O'Shea Brissett getting just crazy hype when when he was making mm-hmm. making his plays, and like that's just fun to watch. And I don't think Miles know, Turner sat down the entire well, second yeah, half, I mean, that's a, and like we yeah, were up forty, he just kept dancing and spinning and clapping. He was loving. Yeah, it. I mean that's you know I I don't want just a show, but like you know th- these are these are my guys, and like that's who I want to cheer for when you know when there's no fun and they're losing, like when you have all those things together, like it's not fun to watch, but. Um, Nice you that know, they're pulling yeah. for each other, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice I mean, those, those are the teams that you remember, like you know, the, like the the, the couple of years ago, like the team, like Corey Joseph, like the whole teams. You know, they weren't the best team, but they were awesome. They they seemed like they were having a great time. They were all you know, all for one, one for all kind of stuff, and um, you know, that was fun. Like I enjoyed that. One hundred percent. And uh, and so, just seeing that, uh, you know. For a guy like Brissetti, who's like he doesn't have a ton of experience, like and he's shining, you know, under the the, the bright lights, like that. He wasn't in the NBA fun. until March, right. <laughs> and so that's, that's gotta be, you know, good for it it's feels good. good for him. It does feel good. Yeah. Just a quick footnote, though, uh, to 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 my boy McClutchell. Uh, he gets all excited. He starts pushing guys. If he could just stop pushing the injured guys who aren't dressed, <laughs> that makes me so nervous. So nervous. <laughs> He's yeah. small, though. I'm sure, it, I'm <laughs> sure he would never do anything to put anybody's health at risk, but it scares the hell out of me. I'm like a nervous right. dad when the kids are playing well. Yeah. <laughs> you could do, you know, just after the game, buy him a vodka. <laughs> Don't push Only him, just buy him a vodka. <laughs> 
you buy that for the uh, the opposing team. Yeah, round round of round of von Kielis. Yeah, yeah Come, exactly. Don't rub it in. Yeah, it's much more dangerous than pushing somebody. It's more dangerous than pushing someone down some stairs just straight out. I think. <laughs> that's all, and that's on the bottle. <laughs> See, that the should be label. their tagline. <laughs> more dangerous than getting pushed down the stairs. Living on, the Living on the edge of the stairs. So, what are we looking? So, what do we? How do we match up against uh, um, Washington? So, we know. I mean, look, we we know. We know what we got in, in Westbrook, who's a, a stat-producing machine. Um, do we just try to contain him or uh, just contain everybody else? Uh, Jason, you know, we've seen these guys recently. What do you think we can do to uh, uh, to get get these guys down and into the playoffs ourselves? Yeah, I mean, we have seen these guys recently quite a bit. And, you know, these aside from one game, uh, these games were super close. You know, one game uh, went into overtime. Another was, you know, a, a absolute shootout um, that we t- weren't really that close in, but scored 141 and and <laughs> lost. And then another game, the other game, I can't remember the final score, but yeah, it was we were close we down were the stretch. Up, yeah, we were like up or close or tied in the fourth, That's and then right. Westbrook and then like just took it. over. Yeah, totally hit some yeah. big threes down the stretch. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, absolutely, you're right, Joey. I mean, the the key guy, if you're, you know scheming in this game is how do we limit Russell Westbrook because his ability to get into the lane and create things for uh, his teammates you know is the was the Achilles heel for the Pacers in all of these games and we've talked about this throughout the season that dribble penetration is um, something that this team has struggled with all year long right Um, you know the likes of Jeff Teague have (laughs) just picked us apart basically uh, Kimball Walker burned at us in that, that one Celtics game. And so having Brogdon back is going to be a big help. Uh, uh, Brogdon may have played in one of those Wizards games, but definitely not the the most recent two. Um, and so sticking him on Westbrook, uh, I think throwing a couple guys at him, I would like to see, you know, Bjorkman mix up the, the defense a little bit and double team early and get the ball out of his hands, right? And force him to be a, a jump shooter. Right, because he's not a very good jump shooter. The difficulty, I guess, with the Wizards is if you sort of go zone, they have lots of other shooters, right? I mean, Beal is obviously a knockdown guy. Bertans can, you know, hit it from everywhere. Uh, Ish Smith actually, you know, shoots pretty well and 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 plays well in important games. Actually, so he's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, I think you know they don't have anybody to deal with Sabonis. And so I think that if Sabonis can get off to a good start and and really start drawing double teams and, and creating things for you know his other guys, then we can get into a rhythm offensively. And hopefully that gets guys engaged to be active defensively because I think that's the key is is just being active on the defensive end. You know, if we can draw even on the boards, right, we got to limit their offensive rebounding and – then we got a shot to win, mm-hmm. I think. You know, I'm actually going the other way on this. I mean, the, for me, the value in having uh, Malcolm Brogdon back is 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 keeping Bradley Beal contained. I mean, okay. we're not going to be able to keep a guy in front of Westbrook. I mean, almost no team in this league can guard him in the lane with one guy. I mean, on some level, you just he's going to get in there and just punish him when he gets there. But if you can keep Beal from you know maybe dropping 50 in 39 minutes against you, that would be super cool. 
Um, and I think it also helps you play less zone against them, which I agree is not going to be a good idea. I mean, in addition to him, they've also got, you know, uh, Hachimura. I, they got guys who can hit threes, and, and, mm-hmm. and they'll tear you up. Um, right, Westbrook's especially scary because he had a disappointing outing against the Celtics uh, to the point where maybe he was under the weather or something, kind of hard to say. Um, but he is going to come out swinging, and, um, you know, you, you just you got to contain what you can. He's going to get stats, but we know watching his career, that his stats don't necessarily equal wins, right? If you can take other guys right. out of it. Uh, I will say we can't let him post whatever his average is. I don't know what he's averaging against us, 25, 20, and 20 or something. It's like... Something. Yeah, no, it's similar to that, yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, let that happen. Uh, yeah. I, you know, the the, um, the Pacers are a, a pretty solid uh, uh Defenders of the wing and and on the three point line, uh, without Miles Turner, we just allow people to kind of go to the basket, and that's what Beal and and uh, Westbrook want to do, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on our defense, and so it's going to have to be a team thing because, as we know, Sabonis is not much of a rim defender, um, and so you know we've got to figure out how to kind of slow that down. Um, they may be slowed down themselves. Uh, you know, it looks like Beal's still coming back from that hamstring. He had like twenty five in the. Um, in the Celtics game, but didn't look super spry. Uh, and you're right, uh, Westbrook kind of looked overwhelmed. He has a spotted history on on, on um, playoffs, so maybe they'll get in their own heads um, because they have the ability to put a ton of pressure on our defense, and we're really going to have to step up trying to keep them out of the lane. Yeah. Unless, unless, like you say, we just let, let Westbrook get in the lane and then try to stop everybody from shooting threes. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you don't let any... I mean, this is a play. You can't let anybody do anything. You, right, but, but like, he's we don't do have it. Karis LeVert right now. We don't have TJ Ward. We don't have the guys who make us great on the wing, right? So we kind of, right, right. you know... Basically, your two guys are, you know, Westbrook and Brogdon out there. I'm sorry, Holiday yeah. and, and, and Brogdon, Holiday, right? Yeah, to throw yeah. out those two guys. Now, how you want to figure maybe. that out yeah. is up to yeah. anybody... But, I mean, Westbrook's first step is so good. I mean, again, who stays in front of that guy? I mean, Ben Simmons, right. maybe? Yeah. We got, yeah, and, and your back line of defense is uh, O'Shea Brissett and Sabonis. Like, it's just, it's not, you know. I, I mean, you're going to have to be physical with him. That's what it is. But you've also got to do the other things. You've got to keep him out off the assist column. You've got to keep him off the glass. Because letting him go up, steal a rebound from three of your guys, and then run, run it down your throat on the other end, that's how he gets his energy. That's how he gets going, right? Yeah. We've got to slow him down. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh being physical with him is is a, a thing you, that you use can some do. fouls. It, yeah, I mean I mean obviously you want to avoid getting into the um getting them into the bonus early and in quarters, but I mean, put a body on him. I mean this guy's got a ton of miles on his uh body and you know, he's super durable, but um, you know, make him earn it, you know, mm-hmm. at some level. Um, you know, go get none of this, uh, you know, fla- flailing away and then hitting a three. Like, that's not going to do it this game. <laughs> not gonna we need you to put right. a body on somebody. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> all right. We got Brissett. That's right. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that, you know, as with all season, you know, the second unit is, is critical too, right? So, you know, they've been pretty consistent all year with, with McConnell running that, that, uh, unit, you know, but we're, we're stretched into new tech, you know, we're going to rely on Keelan Martin to make some yep. plays for us in this game. And, 
uh, Ed Sumner is going to have to hit some shots. And, you know, those are guys that haven't been in the playoffs. You know, I guess we don't, these aren't technically the playoffs, but whatever. Super bright light situations, right? Um, and, you know, we're going to need them to come through in these situations. I, I do like our second unit better than their second unit, you know, but obviously not as ro- deep ro- sure. rotations yeah. will be tight, you know, but with, you know, like you said, Beal coming back from this hamstring. I mean, that being said, we got a ton of dudes coming back from injury ourselves. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, I mean, it's a winter go home situation. So I, I think they'll, you know, Beal's going to play 40 minutes and right. Westbrook's going to play 45 probably tomorrow. So, and I, and I, and you're right. I, I, I like the ish Smith as an X factor. Like I have a feeling he'll have a big night if they're going to win. Uh, but it's not like they're real strong defensively and apparently we can just go ahead and put up 144. So, um, you know, let's just, let's just put it on them and then give them a little bit of resistance and see what we can do. Play with some energy and effort. I mean, I, I feel pretty good about our chances. I don't think, I mean, Westbrook and Beal is is a fantastic backcourt, but they, you know, they're not a hundred percent, and I, I feel all right about our chances. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I, well, how do you not say, after what you saw yeah, last? Exactly. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be just kind of contrarian. I just, you know, I, I don't know. We don't want this to be an all-in-out shootout. That's not what we want. No, I agree. We definitely need to. We need to be playing some defense. But I mean, like I said, what we did well, last we time, I feel like slow them down. And yeah, at least yeah. make them play our half court. Right? Did you know that the la- the the game we played that was like one forty one to one fifty four was like the the highest paced game in twenty five years or something like that? Yeah, I heard that today. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, so we should not do that again. It's in our name. <laughs> we just lost though. That's right. I'm not worried about yeah. being on the road. That doesn't bother us. No. We're really good on the road. Yeah, I was shocked uh, we won one at home. It was uh... Right? <laughs> that was the upset. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, I thought we did a good job uh in the half court as well. You know, we I know they they're trying to run, but um and maybe the, a lot of this was was uh you know, Charlotte's just uh, inexcusable defense, but like we still picked them apart in the half mm-hmm. court. Um uh, most of the game. So I, I don't think Washington's going to allow that the same way, but um, we can do it. You know, yeah. there, there was good movement and uh, really high basketball uh, IQs on the court. Yeah. There's just, yeah, it's just, you know, good, smart passing. And, and you can see some of these guys that are like, you know, pick guys that are like comfortable, you know, combo with the pick and rolls. Like, you know, people know where they're going to, you know, the other guy's going to be. And, uh, you know, they look pretty good doing it. So, uh, I think at whatever, not you know, not whatever pace we we want to keep an up tempo pace, but uh, sure. it's not like a, a loss, you know, automatically if we if we get stuck in the half court. So I think we can do some good work there. As, uh, as Bjorken said in one of his super insightful uh, post game interviews, <laughs> said uh, defense leads to offense, and that's how we won this game. Hold on, Let's slow down. I got to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> Is he uh, winking yeah. after everything he says? <laughs> like, he's maybe he's just a robot, and it's like um, uh, he's got these pre-sorted, you know, statements. Sure. Well, it sense. just picks one at yeah, random the, every time. The right? AI is not quite there yet, but he looks really lifelike. Basketball Mad right. Libs. Yeah. 
Maybe yeah, maybe he lost the locker room because uh, you know because he they didn't like give him enough juice or something like that. And he just wasn't sure. You know, he was just shut down in the corner. The oil can ran out. Yeah, well, I mean yeah, his his empathy algorithm is you know right. You know he's running at three point oh, and the latest right. you know we're at four point five at this point. Sure. So. No, you gotta. Simon's, you got to pay for these upgrades, like you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just don't, and and also don't forget to hit the button, right? I mean, you know, just if it's if it tells you to upgrade now, do it. You know. Right. Just make sure you got enough uh, space on his uh, Bjorken head head driver. Well, that might that might be the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Stick a flash drive in his ear or something. All right. So, what's your call, Joey? What are you? What's your prediction here? I think we're gonna sweep it. We'll sweep the the one game series. <laughs> sweep the week. Sweep okay. the sweep the week. Yeah, I think we got this. I look. I think we're, we're coming off a big win. I think the confidence is big. I think that you know some of these guys, the you know the guys that have been around, um, you know it's it's validating that you know your team can do it. And for the guys that have not been there, it's sort of a just a nice you know a nice confidence booster. And you know you know you can do it now. So. Go take it uh, against a better team. So it's like the next step up. Um, you know, we've seen these guys recently. There's a lot of tape to watch, so we we know we know we're, you know we're not going to give it. We're not going to be shocked in this game. And, and if we are, there's that's a lot of other problems. But I don't think we're going to be shocked. We know what we're seeing. And um, you know, if if Nate is this great X's and O's guys, like this is a great time to to pull it out because it's a you know it's a relatively known quantity that we're up against and. You know, I, I mean, I sort of assumed that he could out, out coach Scotty Brooks. So, you know, better hope so. That. Better yeah. hope so. <laughs> yeah. If not, we're in a whole world of hurt. Um, so, my only concern is that we're going to get a 30 point, 17 rebounds, 17 assists night from Westbrook, 30 from Beal, and 20 from Smith uh, Ish Smith. And uh, it's not going to matter. Um, whether um, Bjorkman comes up with some great offensive uh, plays because uh, we've got to be able to make some stops. So I'm going to say we win this thing, um, but I'm, I'm going to be real nervous about it. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> what did she got, Upper. Harper? Taking the under, aren't you? I mean... Publicly? No. No, we're going to win this thing. We're in good shape. Hey, hey, just you and me now. What's the... Oh, yeah, I'm real private. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I feel like the confidence... I mean, confidence is one thing, but uh, overconfidence is another. You know what I mean? Sure. And I really want to see how this team reacts when they get punched in the mouth in a situation under the lights, right? Because, I mean, you know, the the Wizards are an NBA team. They have pride. They got shown up, you know. And people were blowing a lot of smoke up their asses, you know, coming into the, that Celtics game. Well, they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. And you know? a, and and our Pacers team is, is getting the same treatment from the media right now. So mm-hmm. um, that always worries me. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be – close i think it's it's these teams in in all of those and in all of the games that these two teams have played it's been close right like neither of these teams is gonna get a 10 point lead and and be uncatchable by the other team Mm -hmm. um 
and and so it'll be a game of runs and then you know it's going to come down to the last five minutes i think and that's I not our strength do not have a lot of confidence <laughs> in our last five minutes yeah that being said i you know if we ride you know sabonis and brogdon and those guys are clicking you know we haven't really had them against this wizards team the last couple times and right you know i like our our chances there yeah agreed i mean those two guys are gonna have to have huge huge nights for us because we can't count on dougie to go out there and hit you know eight shots in a row whatever the hell we're is. not going to shoot 45 percent no. from the three-point line again right yeah like right. and you know they're not going to just hand us the ball every other play i mean it, it, it's going to be tough it's going to be like a real playoff game and we're starting guys named o, you know o'shea Brissett and doug mcdermott <laughs> And, yeah. and and that's not ideal this time of year. Um, we've got as much talent that is injured right now as we can field. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Washington is an imperfect team, but uh, we're going to have to win a bunch of different phases of this game to walk away with it. That means, you know, you're absolutely right. Staying with them on the rebounding, taking great, great care of the basketball, you know, maximizing our points off turnovers and minimizing theirs. Um, and we're going to have to win the physicality battle. It's, it, we're going to have to. These guys are going to have to be tougher than they've shown so far this year. Yep. Yeah. Until last night. I mean, that wasn't a toughness there. Okay. We were faster the ball. We the were, effort we were, was there. I mean, I, I don't yeah, fall, yeah. And, and I thought. I mean, I thought the defense was crisp, better than we've seen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But physicality wasn't the rule of the day, right? right. It's going to get. You're right. Guys are going to get into the paint. It's going to get nasty down there. There's going to be some tees, and we can't be afraid yeah. to get our nose in there. If we want it, we're yeah. going to have to fight for it. Yeah, that's right. And they're going to be physical with Sabonis. A hundred percent. Teams are allowed to do that at some level, especially in the playoffs. So, um, you know, him finding a way to impact the game like he did, you know, last night, you know, when he's not scoring buckets and, and create, he's able to create things for other guys and, whatnot that's 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 key so I yeah he, i mean uh, I'm, I'm picking us to win but I, it's gonna be it's, yeah. i'm, I'm like, gonna be down to the cuticles by the, end right. of the fourth quarter. <laughs> i thought sabonis was uh i think he needs to to maybe readjust his uh, expectations of the referee in the playoffs he's he was he was complaining a lot i mean he, he got waxed on but uh he he was uh talking a lot to the the stripe guys. Yeah, he does that a lot, though. Yeah, I know, I know. He also gets hit in the nose a lot, just in yeah. general. I think that maybe that's why he's always complaining. He also he also hits noses. Oh, he does. Too. He also hits noses. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a fair amount of offensive fouls. Yeah, yeah he's got. Some you watch him in slow mo, and sometimes you, you you don't see him in real time, and you you see it in, in slow mo. You're like, oh yeah, you got him pretty good. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like a lot of them are intentional, but they, you know. It's like, well, it Got is what it is. Pointy you elbows, some, man. Yeah, yeah but you crack somebody in the face, like it's, they, could, they should call that. You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. Things have changed so much. You used to, they used to teach you to like grab the ball and swing your elbows to clear space. That's what they taught me in junior high. That was yeah. The, we learned a lot about concussions since then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- that is exactly why no one messed with. One of the reasons no one messed with Dale Davis because every time he grabbed that ball, he just swung his elbows around to see and make sure anybody if they were going to nearby, he was going to hit him. Sure. <laughs> well, things have changed since you apparently, were apparently. 
I mean, that was fairly recently, right? <laughs> I've been drinking too much of this vodka. Maybe it was the, the whiskey. <laughs> the whiskey. Yeah, rum kila. Anyway, they're all unholy. I can tell you that. <laughs> that much is known. All right, guys. Anything else you want to discuss before we uh, move on and uh, prepare our cuticles for the game? Oh, uh, shout out to Miles Turner. Uh, ends up winning the uh, the block contest for the year. Has the most most blocks. Okay. Um, per game. <laughs> uh, so he has like three point four blocks a game, right? And then he got injured. Well, um, if you give him zeros all the way down, if you just include zeros instead of saying he's injured, he still wins the um, the uh, blocks at the end of the year. So he's still getting it, even though he didn't play enough games to qualify. Oh. They just gave him zeros across the board, and he still has more blocks per game than anybody else in the league. Isn't that amazing? Wait, so he's going to have the highest number of blocks? But he didn't qualify. He didn't play Right, well, games. no, but so that's the thing. So here's the rule. So if you don't play enough games to qualify, they don't disqualify you. They just give you zeros for the rest of the oh. games. And so if he played and didn't get blocks in those games, if he played all those games, he would have, he'd still have the most blocks per game in the league. And so he wins the blocks this year. Well, so how do you get disqualified then? Well, if you so you have to play a certain amount of games, right, um, to qualify. Except you just told me that didn't have to happen. But you don't. You're saying he's disqualified and he won. <laughs> so yes, in the sense that if you did, he didn't play enough games to just go based off of the number of blocks per game when he played. He didn't have enough games played to qualify in that way. Okay, but. Yes. If you take all the games he didn't play and make those zero blocks, he still averages more blocks than anybody else in the league. Okay. So he would be disqualified except for this weird, like, rule. So, like, if if you scored 70 points a game for three weeks in the NBA and then stopped playing, you wouldn't technically qualify for the scoring title unless they just gave you zeros across the board and then you still scored more points. Then you'd get the scoring title. So it's like a soft disqualification. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that cool or crazy or fun? I don't know. I'm happy for him. It's great. They did I, see Hogsett uh, renamed Indy Block City, I think, for him. There you go. We do have blocks in our city. We do have blocks. That's what makes us unique. Um, we'll have to do our end-of-year awards uh, coming up here soon. And uh, spoiler alert. Miles Turner is going to win the block uh, blocks per year. You know what? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to disqualify him, like for real. Block <laughs> contest. Yeah. Wouldn't that? Oh, we should do that. Have a block contest instead of like a dunk contest, and then they should have trampolines. Mm. Oh no, I think they did. I think They're they did. Always the trying to get trampolines. <laughs> <laughs> How cool would that be if you had? An actual NBA player on those trampolines. This podcast brought to you by the trampoline body. <laughs> Listen, I sold out to Big Trampoline a long time ago. <laughs> do, do you still have like a stock in Slam Ball? Is that what's going on? You're just trying to bring it back? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's sort of bottomed out. But I'm <laughs> I would it back. think so. <laughs> you can buy a lot for like real cheap. So. <sighs> 
right, team. Uh, well, let's get out of here. Uh, we got. We're gonna watch the game, and then we will report back. Um, I guess if we win, we will be playing the number one seed, right? We'd be. We yeah. would be in the eighth spot, so we'd yep. be taking on Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Correct. And right. I feel like we have a good matchup with them. So all we got to do is beat Washington and and uh, start our just march right to finals. March right to the finals. <laughs> That's right. I mean, so you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Just got to right. win tomorrow. Technically, okay. we are still alive. Yep. That's right. <laughs> we That's haven't been qu- disqualified because of lack of games played or something yep. like that. <laughs> uh, all righty. Well, you can hit us up on the social medias. Um, we're on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message or email. Use it. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. And then we have some t-shirts for sale on the website slash store. For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, 529? 529. Turn out the lights. The party's over. And and remember, Pacer Nation, uh, even if one of us misses the show and we get zeros, we still average more dur- dorky podcasters talking about the Pacers than any other podcast out there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, that's true. Colson, who had the most blocks, total blocks in the NBA this year? Uh, I'm going with Clint Capella, Bam Adebayo. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Okay. So here's why this rule is real silly. Okay. So they didn't go, they didn't make him play all of the games. If they had done Mm -hmm. that, he would have been much lower, right? Because he would have zeros for the rest of the season, right? He had 159 to Gobert's 190. What they did is they just made him zero out to the minimum number to qualify, which oh. is 51. Oh. So they only gave him four games of zeros. So the guy who had the most blocks Doesn't and played win. way more for his team yeah. Doesn't win blocks loses per game. the statistical category on a horribly, poorly, poorly designed technicality. Like is that, a statistician is, is, is going like to go an, nuts trying to figure that out. It's an only COVID technicality. Like, did they only do that for this? Season? I don't think so. No, it's not. Yeah, this no, is this how is, it this normally is like works. A legit thing, but it's just it's lower this year because it's a percentage of the total played or something, right? Sure. Yeah. That's okay. why the threshold is where it is. I think. Yeah. Normally, it's that. I mean that. Well, this is worth hanging a band. <laughs> right next to the 529. Let's put his 3.4 blocks per game asterisk. Uh, oh if God. you zero out uh, up to 51 games. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's bizarre. Uh, Blockosaurus yeah. Rex. <laughs> it's the most blocks per game by uh, any pacer maybe ever. Well, how do you count that, though? I mean, with a technicality. <laughs> I say we zero. I say if he didn't, uh, if he didn't play, we just, we just, you know, we just don't count that. And also, like the minutes he didn't play, I'd say we don't count those. That's so it talk. was basically just pure block. It was pure block. <laughs> pure block. Just pure block. It was a block of Miles Turner.
go start your own city. <laughs>